This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Today's gig economy is made up of independent contractors doing what they enjoy, making some extra money, and being their own boss. We'll have this story. Anything you do on the side will either expand your network, increase your skills, or generate income. And all of those things open up future opportunities. Then, ever had to deal with a difficult person? Most of us have. It can be aggravating. What is it that makes certain people so hard to get along with? And how can we help them change? Most of us who are difficult have a fear of not belonging. And so whatever our behavior is, it's pushing people away. And we can sense that, but we don't know why. Those two stories and more are straight ahead on this week's show. Stay tuned. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Chances are you or someone you know is working in the gig economy as an independent contractor. They get to do work they enjoy while earning some extra money. InfoTrack's Lisa G. has the story. Lisa? Thanks, Chris. We are speaking with Diane Mulcahy, who is the author of The Gig Economy, She's also an adjunct professor at Babson College and teaches an MBA course on the gig economy. And what a perfect time to be speaking on this topic, because it seems like the world of business, Diane, is changing. So what is going on? Well, the main thing that's going on is the emergence and rapid growth of the gig economy. What I mean is anybody who is not a full-time employee in a full-time job. So if you're a contractor, a consultant, a freelancer, or an on-demand worker, you're part of the gig economy. It's a broad phenomenon that isn't just about Uber drivers. It crosses numerous professions and sectors and income levels. When you say that it's good to be flexible, could you go more into detail? Because it used to be you go to school for an MBA, you get a degree, and that's what you do. But things have changed, right? Yeah, I mean, what I tell my MBA students is that it's unrealistic to graduate and expect to begin a career in which you will be consistently employed on a full-time basis, particularly with one company. I think that ship has completely sailed. But I think for graduates today, you really need to come into the workforce with a flexible mindset that includes the idea that you'll be working some full-time jobs in the course of your career, but you'll also have some periods where you'll be consulting or contracting or working as an independent worker, and you'll probably have some periods of unemployment where you're between gigs. Is there a way to be ready for this? Because it doesn't seem like schools, unlike your course, are teaching that mindset. Yeah, and I think that's unfortunate. I think MBA programs are a little bit behind the eight ball on this. I think that it's not realistic to prepare students to come into a workforce and expect to work full-time for their entire careers. So I do think MBA programs need to step up to the plate and start working with their students around the skills and the tools and the expertise that they'll need to succeed in the gig economy. And my book is really structured around the topics that I cover in my MBA course and incorporates many of the exercises and homework assignments and examples 
that I use in my class. I'm so glad you brought that up. Can you give us some examples? Because I think people who go to a university or college and are studying in this business world, they really aren't prepared for what you are discussing in your book. So can you give us some exercises and some examples? I think in terms of examples of people that are working in the gig economy or ways to work in the gig economy, I really talk a lot about focusing on getting a portfolio of work rather than a single job. In today's world, there is no job security unless you happen to be a full-time tenured professor. So it's much safer, actually, to put together a portfolio of work that generates the income that you need. Relying on one company and one job for your professional development and your sense of stability and your financial security is actually extremely risky. At any time, your job can be eliminated or automated, outsourced, offshored, or contracted out. So it just doesn't make any sense to rely on a single job. In terms of exercises, I have so many, but for those people who might be listening that are currently working in a full-time job, I go through an exercise about preparing an exit strategy for your job. So imagine that you knew for sure that you were going to be laid off in the next six months. How would you prepare for that? What would you do professionally, personally, and financially? And I help the readers understand what needs to go into that list and then encourage them to start executing that list even before they know that they're going to be leaving their job. And in that way, you'll never be caught out by losing your job. You'll always be prepared. Can you go through some of the things on that list? I encourage people to make up their own list because it really varies depending on the industry and the sector that you happen to be in. But for example, on the professional side, if you knew that you were going to leave your job in six months, you might want to start attending some industry conferences. You might want to go through your network and start reestablishing contacts with colleagues and acquaintances that you might not have talked to in a while. You might want to subscribe to some job boards and start figuring out where the job openings are and what potential work might be available on a consulting basis. You might want to update any certifications or assess your skills and think about courses that you might take or training that you might undergo while you're still employed in your full-time role. And then similarly going through the same kind of exercise for personal and financial areas. It does sound like this takes up a lot of time. How do you manage to fit that in while you're working? Even in our traditional jobs economy, the average tenure at a job for people who are in their 20s and 30s is only two to three years. So actually, whether you're in the traditional jobs economy as an employee or whether you're in the gig economy, you're constantly looking for the next opportunity and assessing the market and figuring out what are the skills that the market is demanding? What is the expertise? What is the talent that companies are looking for, both in terms of independent work and full-time employees? So I feel like those activities are required no matter what. It's just how today's economy is. It moves quickly. We are speaking with Diane Mulcahy, who is the author of The Gig Economy, and she's trying to tell everyone that there's really no such thing as job security anymore. So, Diane, what about when it comes to health insurance then and those kind of benefits that you get with a full-time job? 
Yeah, well, luckily, the Affordable Care Act has really supported the growth of the gig economy because now workers have the opportunity to purchase health insurance regardless of the type of work that they do. So as an independent worker, I can decide what kind of health insurance I need, how comprehensive of a plan I need, and I can select a health plan that suits my needs. If my income isn't quite up to snuff, I might be able to qualify for a subsidy that covers some of the costs of those premiums. And if I really don't make very much income at all, I might be able to qualify for my state's Medicaid program. So there's a range of options for independent workers to get health insurance. The other benefit that's really important to most employees is access to retirement savings. Fortunately, our retirement system is really well set up for independent workers. You can set up your own IRA or your own 401k, and you can actually save more and faster as an independent worker than you can as an employee. Diane, in closing, what would you say to everyone who's listening now who may be looking for a job or wants to take on the advice that you just told us. Is there one trick or is there one switch we can turn on to help us? Just start doing it. Don't overthink it and just take the first step. So even if you're in a full-time job, start doing something on the side. Start following your interests, expanding your network, increasing your skills, and maybe start generating some extra income. Thank you so much, Diane Mulcahy, author of The Gig Economy. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm Lisa G. for InfoTrack. Next, what makes certain people so difficult to get along with? The eye-opening story, coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. 